Hello, Steelers fans. This is Stephen Thompson coming to you from Pittsburgh Southside with the All Steelers Talk Midweek Report. This is episode one of the Midweek Report, a new podcast that I will be hosting. You may recognize me from the All Steelers Talk podcast that I do with Noah Strackbein. That comes to you on Mondays and Wednesdays. Every Thursday, I'll be bringing you the Midweek Report, with which will be just an extra dose of Steelers Insight. Uh, in a little bit of a smaller package. I'm really excited to get this going. I'm really excited to have you all listening, and I really appreciate you all jumping on. So we can jump right into it. Uh, this week I want to talk about the offense again uh, and Matt Canada and just the stage that this team is at in the season. Uh, I think this is a big week for the offense as a whole, but but Matt Canada in particular. Um, I, it's no secret that his job has been kind of up in the air, but also, you know, not up in the air kind of, he occupies this weird limbo with, with Mike Tomlin where, um, you know, we keep hearing about how changes are necessary. Changes are going to be made. This team is going to do whatever they need to, to pull out wins. Um, but we haven't seen many changes, you know, Kenny Pickett being subbed in for for Mitch Trubisky, making that starting quarterback change was really the biggest one. Um, You know, you can call Chase Claypool getting traded a change, but it wasn't a change that made the Steelers better in the immediate, uh, you know, in the short term, you know, in this immediate season. So it's kind of clear that, you know, personnel changes are not going to be how the Steelers try to turn this turn this around they're going to try to do it in a a different way I think this is the week that we really can start to see some improvements or at least just something different uh, from this offense and I think that will be really telling about the type of offensive coordinator Matt Canada is and how fit he is for this job going forward because this is a big opportunity and it's a big opportunity for a couple of reasons the first thing, the first reason I think this is a big opportunity is because they are coming off of a bye, uh, and they are facing an opponent who actually had to, who was on a short week. Uh, the Steelers did not play last week. The New Orleans Saints did. In fact, they played on Monday night, so they uh, get one day less of preparation, while the Steelers get an extra seven for their for this uh, for this coming game on Sunday. That in and of itself should put Canada and the rest of the, and the rest of the Steelers offense at an advantage. Uh, there's they, they more than double their opponent's preparation time. That should be enough to kind of overcome some of the other things that we're talking about. Some of the, the small changes, the personnel changes that, that are maybe coming. Uh, and that's a good segue into those personnel changes, which I think will, that we that we know will be coming, and that and then you know another one that I think will come um, this week. The first is obviously the Chase Claypool trade, which I, I alluded to a little bit earlier. I think um, Claypool opens up, uh, well, Claypool's absence opens up some different things that the Steelers can do on offense, and just some personnel changes. Um, we talked to Steven Sims on Monday, who has really only been used as a special teams guy kind of a gimmick or a gadget, um, you know, an accessory to the offense, um, his jet sweeps and his motions and that kind of thing 
uh, he that's how his speed has been used. Um, that's probably his best trait, but that's I think really the only way he's been incorporated into this offense. Um, he, he'll get a bigger role this week. Um, he said so explicitly, you know, that he's kind of the most logical next man up with Chase out. Um, we're gonna get to see him play as an actual receiver now. And this is the type of guy that, by all accounts, Matt Canada should be able to scheme open and make some, and you know, get the ball in his hands a lot, get him to make some plays for him because this is just what we've been told. You know, when Matt Canada's offenses are at their best, they have a guy like Steven Sims, you know, a guy with some speed who can outflank a defense, who he can find open spots for. Um, so, that's one that's one kind of you know personnel part that I'm watching i I think the other thing is the tight ends uh, you know we talked to Pat Fryermuth a little bit, Zach Gentry about how these two tight end sets can be incorporated with uh you know a starter not there anymore this is this is stuff that the Steelers really should have probably been doing from the start from the jump. They have at least two really talented tight ends in Frymuth and Gentry. And then I think a promising player in Connor Hayward coming up behind him. A, a promising and versatile uh, an athletic player coming up behind him in Connor Hayward. So I think there should be a lot more opportunities for those three to get involved and for the Steelers to use all, you know, two or, you know, all three of them, but you know, two of them on the field at the same time. It should open up that middle of the field, which has been a problem for the Steelers for most of the year. There's there's a lot of potential there. Just to go along with the with the Sims thing about, you know, there's untapped potential here that moving on from Chase really opens up and really allows and really allows for for more people to do different things. Um, and I think that you know the Steelers are just going to look a little bit different. I think coming out of this bye and facing the New Orleans Saints, I, and I think they're also going to look different in the in the backfield as well. Um, this was a big story this week coming out of Mike Tomlin's press conference. Uh, but Jalen Warren is really surging uh, while Najee Harris is just continued to not be the player that he has been and that everyone really expected him to be. He continues to maintain that those Vince Frank injuries are not bothering him, that those are in his past and it's becoming harder and harder to believe with each week. Uh, I think, you know, we talked about that on the Wednesday show that came out uh, yesterday morning. Uh, Noah and I did. Mike Tomlin was not as definitive in saying that Najee's Lince Frank injuries are really behind him, uh, which I think is concerning. Um, And I think points towards Jalen Warren getting some more touches this week. And, Warren just brings a, a bit of a different skill set than Ajay. He's a little faster. He has some more burst. He can cut a little bit. He's a little bit more agile, I, I would say. So uh, I think that is a new kind of toy, I guess, for Matt, for with for Matt Canada to play around with. Uh, Warren's been a really effective pass catcher in addition to a runner. Like I said, he brings you a little bit more speed. There's not a ton of film on him. I think using utilizing Warren is just another way that the kind of untapped potential that this this team has can be can be put to good use by Matt Canada, just in this 
kind of grand experiment that they're going to go on over the second half of the season. Um, you know, they, as much as Mike Tomlin and the rest of the team will, will tell you that they're still locked in on this season and that they have not given up on making a push in the second half and, and salvaging something from, from this year that has gotten off to such a rough start. But the reality is you're two and six, you're young, look towards next year that there's nothing wrong with that. And I think the Claypool trade really illustrated that, um, that there's been a little bit of a shift in priorities and that this team acknowledges the position that they're in. And that's another reason why I think Warren will end up getting a a few more touches down the stretch here. Um, while Najee rests and, and really make sure that those two feet are okay. I, I think another reason why you can expect to see some improvements or just, you know, some life from this offense is the fact that they are past the most difficult part of their schedule. Uh, when Kenny Pickett entered at halftime against the Jets, it was a shot in the arm. It was this great jolt of energy ended up losing that game, but still you couldn't deny the fact that things just felt more optimistic, that, you know, Steelers fans had a reason to be interested in this team that was still underperforming, but, you know, just got a shot in the arm again. Um, That was pretty, that was killed pretty quickly um, by loss, by a blowout loss to the Bills, some more losses, uh, you know, they, they beat the, the Buccaneers, but then they lose in Miami and they lose to the Eagles as well. And you enter the bye week still feeling just as sour uh, as you did during the first half of the year, even be- even when uh, even before Kenny got put in. This second half schedule is miles more manageable, um, especially considering the defenses you're going to face, not just the teams as a whole. This is, has to be where Matt Canada shows some improvement. You know, it was pretty easy to chalk up some of these early struggles to the fact that they had to face Buffalo and the Buccaneers and uh, and the Eagles, like these really tremendous teams and defenses. You know, you could chalk up some of the struggles to that. Um, it's there. You can't hide behind that in the second half schedule. It is miles easier, and you you will not be able to to brush brush losses away and brush underperformance away. You won't be able to brush 15 points against the New Orleans Saints and the Cincinnati Bengals away and the Indianapolis Colts, you know, teams like that are teams that you should be able to move the ball on and score on. So that's a bit of a double-edged sword for for Matt. Um there there are higher expectations for him. You know, even if they were, even if they're relatively low, they are higher than they were during the first half of the season. So it's a good opportunity for him, you know, facing some lighter competition, but it also means that he really has to put up or shut up. You know, none of this, none of the stuff that we talked about, you know, the the changing personnel, the extra time to prepare, the easier schedule is a, a guarantee of improvement, but it's a reason for hope. Um, it's a reason for optimism. It's a reason to to really just to watch the second half of the season, just to see where this team goes and see where they're at and see how they approach these struggles and how they have taken this extra time off and how they put it into this second half. That, that'll be really key for the development of all these young guys that they have on offense. Um, 
and key to whether or not Matt Canada sticks around for another year. I, I truly think that. I truly think that this second half, in this second half, he has a chance to prove that he belongs in this job and that he can be productive in this job and that the Steelers did not make a huge mistake by hiring him. Um, for, for all that has happened during the first half, this is a golden opportunity for him to turn things around and and to prove that, that he's capable. It, it's no guarantee of improvement, like I said, but it's got to come now. If there are going to be improvements, if there's going to be any changes, they have to come this week. And if not, the calls are the calls for his job are only going to get louder, and he's going to have less less to hide behind, quite honestly. Less less to be able to say, oh, you know, we're grown as an offense. We're going to make these improvements, you know. Like, if you can't make them during the bye week, when are you going to make them, you know? Um, it's just getting late for Matt Canada, and if he doesn't take care of this opportunity right now, then it's going to be a long off season for him. All right, that's we'll leave it there. Thank you guys for tuning in to the All Steelers Talk Midweek Report. I'll be back on Monday with Noah and then back Wednesday and th- Wednesday with Noah again and Thursday for the next episode of the Midweek Report. I'll talk to you all then.